It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Our monthly citizens information uh, slot and Anne O'Donovan, development manager with South Munster Citizens Information Centre based in Bantry in West Cork, uh, joins me. Good morning to you, Anne. And so much uh, to talk about uh, today and we are with the budget last uh, Tuesday. So today we are going to focus on the state pensions and other supports for older people, bearing in mind that there was some changes in last Tuesday's uh, budget. Following the budget, do I assume it's a very busy time at Citizens Information? Yes, Patricia, yeah, we're getting a lot of queries. I think it's raised a lot of questions for people and people are clarifying their situation. So, I suppose the good thing is here in Citizen Information, we are in a position through through our phones and drop-ins to give as much information as we can to people and hopefully help interpret the information, particularly in relation to means tests and help people check their entitlements. And can I say, I don't know, who, do, who updates your uh, information online, but by God, you were super quick with it. It's it's fantastic. It's been our reference point, I can tell you. So well done yeah. to everybody. Okay. Now, today, as I say, going to focus on older people. Uh, firstly, what information and supports are available for older people from Citizens Information? OK, well, look, we provide uh, uh, information, advice and advocacy across a really broad range of topics that are of interest to older people. That includes queries relating to state pensions, to the other secondary benefits such as the fuel allowance, free travel, household benefits package. Um, and other areas that we provide information include things like the, the nursing home support scheme, you know, the fair deal, um, renewing driving licence, housing grants. I suppose, to be honest, it's very broad. We're like a one-stop shop for information, advice and advocacy and I suppose the important thing for your listeners to know is that if we don't have the answers we'll obviously research them and get back or otherwise we'll refer you to the place that, that does have the well answers. Well done, well done. Seeing as it is older people we're talking about, is everybody over the age of 66 automatically entitled to a state pension? Uh, no, I suppose that is a commonly held assumption um, but it's incorrect. I suppose the first thing is um Someone has to apply. Sometimes people put off applying because they think it's going to automatically happen. So the most important thing, people must apply three months in advance of being 66. But there is no automatic entitlement. I mean, there are two types of state pension which you can apply for. Uh, there's a contributory state pension and the non-contributory state pension. Now, to qualify for the contributory pension, you must have a certain amount of PRSI paid while, while you're working. And while the non-contributory pension, you have to pass the means test and be habitually resident in Ireland. So there's conditions on both. There's no automatic entitlement either. OK, but if you're coming up to that age of uh, 66, how do you know which to apply for? So I suppose the first thing is if you've been in employment or self-employment uh, and have a minimum of 10 years of uh, PRSI paid, 
you may then have an entitlement to at least a minimum state pension, contributory state pension. But if, say, if you know that you either have no PRSI paid here in Ireland because you were, or you have less than the 10 years paid, then you're most likely looking at the state pension non-contributory. So that the kind of 10 years is a, is a key amount. And I suppose we would always say contact us and we can go through your situation with you and, and, and let you know what your options are. Because I assume that very few people would know exactly how much PRSI they've paid and therefore what amount of pension that they'll receive. Absolutely right there. I mean, I suppose many people are are unsure, particularly if they've had a varied employment history and they were, you know, you know, because if they've been in and out of the workforce, they might not be sure how much they have. We always start by advising the person to get a copy of their social insurance record from the department, and it's quite straightforward to get that. And when 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 someone receives that, we would generally arrange uh, for them to to go to either pop into us or to speak to us over the phone, and we go through it with them. And then we're able to help make them aware of what you know of the likely level of pension their contributions entitled to them and how it is calculated now if people have gaps in their record um particularly women or men who may have been out of the workforce raising their children we will check if they're eligible for home caring credits so you know you can have up to 20 years of home caring credits which people mightn't be aware of you know and that is something we go through with a person if they contact yeah, us yeah because there wasn't there a change a few years ago and a lot of women lost out because That's of right. it yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Can the person's spouse claim for them if they don't have enough contributions in their own right? Yeah, yeah. So the spouse can claim an increase for their qualified adult. Now, when someone when someone contacts us, we will generally uh, explore that option with whether someone would be better off applying for their own pension or being a qualified adult on their on their partner's pension. Now, I suppose the important thing that we have to flag with people, though, is that the increase for qualified adult is means tested. So that can come as a surprise sometimes to people. And we have come across situations maybe where the spouse has a change in circumstances. Maybe after the time they applied for the pension and got their increase, maybe they inherited money, money or property. And if if they didn't inform the, de- the department, they can find themselves in an overpayment situation. So, so keep um, that in mind. Any, so anyone, yeah. So if someone's in that situation and they've, if they have any concerns about it, it'd be a good idea for them to have a chat with us. What if I worked abroad? Will that count towards an Irish pension? Yeah, no, that comes up frequently because as many people have spent time working outside of outside of Ireland. So if you've worked in Ireland and also in another EU country, your social insurance contributions from each you know any of the other countries you were you were in can be added to your Irish PRSI contribution to help you qualify. Now the key thing though is that's what's called a pro rata pension, and it's proportionate to the amount of contributions you actually have in Ireland. So, if somebody has a minimum of ten years paid in Ireland, they will always be better off on a on a minimum state pension here. Um, but at the same time it, it's an important one to look for people who don't have the 10 years they might be able to get a pro rata pension that way Of course a lot of people wor- would have worked in the UK has anything changed because of Brexit? No that's one of the things that um, we still like Irish and UK citizens living in Ireland they can still benefit from the social insurance contributions made when working in the UK in the same way so that hasn't changed that that, 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 that remains the same, same OK there, yeah. you've been mentioning the non-contributory state pension can you explain to us how that works? OK so as I said and I suppose I keep harping on about the 10 years but I suppose to, to get you need a minimum of 10 years of paid PRSI to get a minimum contributory state pension okay so um, 
if you don't have that then uh then then we need to look at the non-contributory state pension. The key thing about that is it's means-tested. So when you apply for your non-contributory state pension, you'll have to give details of all your household income as well as details of all savings, property, capital. So you really do need to, you know, share all that information with the department and then they make they do make an assessment on whether or not you're eligible for your non-contributory okay, state pension. Okay, and it's the, it's the household income, it's not just your uh, income. Now, you no. mentioned savings are uh, assets. If you have a bit tucked away does that mean you wouldn't get a state pension no no it's not as cut and dried as that um i i suppose a single person can have capital or assets of twenty thousand, and that's disregarded and it's double that for a couple so the forty thousand. and in addition like if the person owns their own home the value of that is ignored now the, i suppose if you have a second property all right the capital value of that is taken into account less any mortgage on it um so again, we would encourage anyone who's unsure about the means test to contact us and, and we'll go through the figures with them. But I suppose the, I suppose the, the key message is if just because you have some savings doesn't mean that you won't get a, a non-contributory state pension. You know, um, it might you might get a slightly reduced one or whatever, but it, again, I would encourage people if, to, to apply anyway and uh, that we see if they're entitled to something. OK, many older people are obviously concerned about rising uh, costs. Can you talk us through the other benefits that are available? Okay, there's a number of those. I mean, I suppose a, a, a very important one is the household benefits package. So um, that helps with the cost of your electricity or gas bill and your TV licence. Now, if you're age 70 or over, um, you're entitled to that automatically. By by nature, being over 70, you're automatically entitled to get the household benefits package. You don't need to be in receipt of a state pension and the package, it's not means tested, okay? But um, also, if it's important to note as well that people under 70 can also get that household benefits package, but additional rules apply to it. So uh, sometimes people are waiting until they're 70 before they apply, but the, often in cases they may have been entitled to it earlier. But uh, So again, I would say check with your local Citizens Information Centre to see if you're eligible. Now, the other thing, of course, which is very um, much in the news at the moment is a fuel allowance. That is the means-tested payment to help with the cost of heating your home during the winter months. Now, that's currently worth €33 per week. Now, your gross weekly income must be below a certain amount to pass the means test. And again, if someone has questions about that, we can go through that with you. But um, and importantly as well that it was announced in the budget last week that anybody getting the fuel allowance will get a once-off payment of €400 in November. So that's kind of a lump sum payment. Um, and again, there are other changes in the un- income threshold for the fuel allowance, uh, which are going to come into effect in in January. So, th- so some of the rules are changing after Christmas in January. And one of the important ones is some people are getting halfway carers allowance maybe with their state pension. Now, up until now, that halfway carers was taken into account in the means test for the fuel allowance, and it it meant that some people didn't qualify because they had the halfway carers. Now, again, that's going to be disregarded from January, so which is a, is a positive development. So I suppose what we were saying, that there's a lot of people maybe who apply previously who uh, yeah, might be eligible from and January. Pr- and you know? particularly people over 70, because the income threshold has jumped hugely for people over it 70. Has, it's yeah. gone from 120 to 500, but it's that's not right. until January. The biggest amount of questions we hit in on that, can people not apply until January then? And do they have to wait until the new rules are in before applying? Yeah, I'd say apply after, in after January. January. Because, okay. Yeah, because I think, I really do think it's a lot 
lot of people who who didn't get it before who will be eligible now. You know, yeah, in, so, in the new year. So if you applied and didn't get it, apply again from from yeah. from January. And, and if you want, if you want to just go check how the the new means test will affect you, just have a chat with us and we can go through it with you. You know. Okay, and then the living alone allowance. Yeah. So again, the living alone increases are very important support for people who, as it says, live alone. Um, and again, you don't always have to live completely alone if you have somebody staying overnight with you because you don't you don't want to be alone at night. But they're not contributing financially to the house. You'd still qualify, or if you maybe stay with a, a relative at night, but you're back in your own house during the day. And you know, there, there, so it's it's you, there are some exceptions to totally living alone uh, there. But again, it was announced in the budget that people getting the living alone increase, they'll get a once-off payment of two hundred euros in November again. And again, if you get the fuel allowance and you get the living alone increase, you'll get both. You will receive both once-off payments. So that's the four hundred euros and the two hundred in November. And again, something people might be aware of that if you receive the fuel allowance and the living alone increase, you automatically get what the telephone support allowance of two fifty per week. Now you don't have to apply for that. If you qualified, you automatically get it. And again, the other thing is if you're caring for someone and you qualify for the carer support grant. Uh, you'll receive a once-off payment of €500 Euros in, in November also. So there's a few, a, a number of lump sums hopefully will come people's way in November. Yeah, OK, I'm going to have to take a break, unfortunately, because we're going to touch the newsroom for news at 12. Can I come back to you after 12 just to finish off? Absolutely, because there's yeah. so much stuff that I wanted, that we want to get through today. And thanks for that. Uh, go make a cup of coffee and we'll talk to you after news. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Anne O'Donovan from Citizens Information based in Banshee. We've got to take a break, though. News at 12 on the way. Court today on C103 with Corrigan Insurance's McCroom, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. Want great advice? You know who to talk to. CMIG.ie. You're listening to Cork Today on Replay. Phone and text lines are currently closed. A lot of questions coming in with regard to the piece that we are currently doing with the Citizens Information Centre. And once again, joining me is uh, Anne O'Donovan. It's good afternoon to you now, and thank you for coming. Thank you for coming back in. Just quickly, some questions already coming in on what we've already uh, discussed. When you mentioned uh, somebody finding out how much how many PRSI contributions they had, somebody says, "Is it the Department of Social Protection that you contact for your?" social insurance record yeah you they you contact the PRSI section um they'll have a record of it also if somebody has a public service card and a mygov id account they can actually go online themselves and and be get able that to, information. To, to, to access uh, it. yeah so it, it's it's quite it, uh, it's quite straightforward to do it if you have that set up uh, otherwise there you can contact the PRSI section uh, and they'll, they'll, and they'll the send it out to you and then sometimes when people get it out it probably doesn't may not make a lot of sense to them if they but so if there's no problem they can contact us and we can go through it with and explain how it works and, okay and, and then for somebody who is on either a disability allowance or an invalidity pension or a blind pension when they reach the age of 66 what should they do do they need to switch over to a state pension Okay, if you're on invalidity pension, when you get to 66, your rate of payment goes up automatically to this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. The maximum state pension, a contributory state pension. Okay. If you're on, um, if you're on disability allowance, you need to apply for your uh, your state pension at that point. Now, if you're on the the non, if you're you if you haven't enough PRSI and you have to apply for the state pension non-contributory, this is if you're on disability allowance, uh, because there's a more generous means test for disability allowance, you can actually ignore fifty thousand for somebody who's on disability allowance where it's only 20,000 for somebody for the non-contributory state pension but you won't be disadvantaged by that if you you will you will you won't get less than you were getting on your disability allowance okay. on your state pension. Tim in West Cork at what age must you be to qualify for the living alone allowance? Uh, there isn't an age basically it depends on the payment you're on. So uh, if, if you're on if you're on what's called a qualifying payment and you live alone, so the state pension is a is a is a qualifying payment, disability allowance. Another one. There's a number of payments that qualify you for it. So it's it, it's not age. It's depending on being a qualifying on, payment. Okay, yeah. but just on the living alone allowance, something actually you touched on. Nancy says her son stays with her just on a Saturday night. He doesn't contribute to the household. Uh, she she thought she wouldn't be entitled to the living alone allowance because he stays not every Saturday night but maybe every second Saturday night. Doesn't no, you know, if she if it no, if that wouldn't affect her if he only stays occasionally with her yeah. uh, and isn't contributing to to the household, she would still be eligible uh, okay. you know, in that case. And you yeah. need to apply for that, don't you? Because the department do. won't know yeah. if you're living alone or not. Okay, exactly. and, and then yeah. a, a number of people have the same question to do with the household benefits uh, package. If you are entitled to a non contributory pension do you get the household benefit package like the free fuel, living alone allowance? Does that come with a non-contributory pension or is it just for people on a contributory pension? Oh no, anybody. It, no, it, you, it, you can get the household benefits package with a non-contributory pension or a contributory pension. It's not, it's not, it's not related to your social insurance contributions at all. It's, it's based on your circumstances and whether or not you're on a qualifying payment. So again, a number of social welfare payments will qualify you for the household benefits package depending on your circumstances but the state pension contributory and the state pension non-contributory are both qualifying payments Okay you've answered a number of people are asking the very same I live alone and somebody says I'm living alone am I entitled to the fuel allowance as well that's it's means tested Again it's means tested the, like the the, the mo- most benefits you have to apply for you, you know they, they won't automatically come to you you know you have to actually fill out a form and apply 
the, like as I said earlier, with the household benefits package, if you're over 70, that qualifies you once the bills are in your own, in your name. You know, there's mm. no other qualifying conditions being over 70 qualifies you, but you still have to apply, you know, and it's the same with any of the other payments like the fuel allowance, living alone, any of those, you need to, to apply. I suppose one thing with the living alone increase, sometimes um, when you're filling out your state pension application, they might ask you, do you live alone? And if you tick yes there, well, then they know and they'll, that, that would be your application if you follow. Okay. Mara says, how do you know if you're receiving the uh, household benefit package? I don't see anything on my electricity bill. How would I know if I was getting it? Okay. It isn't always a credit on your bill. That would have been in earlier, a number of years ago, it, it, people would have had it on, depending on who your supplier is. But you'll know, I suppose, you, you will get um, a payment either into your bank account or at the post office however you get your your primary payment once a month it's around 35 euros a month for the the electricity allowance and also if you have a free television license because that's the free television license goes with the household yeah. package yeah oh, so you would know by that yeah for sure okay yeah and i can see there's other people have got very specific uh, questions that we can't get into obviously over the airwaves because Anne would need uh, more detail and for those people we will be giving the phone number of citizen information at the end of our piece and we'll be encouraging people uh, to call there so that, so that yeah. Anne and the rest of the team can give you more specific information okay but back to what Perfect. we were talking about uh, before we got rudely interrupted by the news at 12 midday okay uh, Christmas and um, the Christmas bonus I know even though God I was inside in one of the department stores yesterday and all of the Christmas trees are out already so it's probably not too early to talk about uh, Christmas but there is to be a Christmas bonus this year that's been confirmed Yeah yeah um, yeah. a Christmas bonus of 100% will be paid in early December uh, to people getting long term social welfare payments which would include the state pension so the state pension contributory or non-contributory or disability allowance and invalidity pension all those are long term payments so people in, those, in that situation will get the 100% Christmas bonus in early December now uh, just to note as well that in October people getting a weekly social welfare payment will get a once off payment of an extra week um, it's a double week as a cost of living support during October so that's for for all social welfare payments uh, the Christmas bonus really is for long term social welfare payments. Okay and I know we tried to get an exact date on that because I know we're into October and we couldn't get anything from the department yeah. as, to, as to when I know they've given a date for the Christmas bonus that's for the first week in December but they still yeah. haven't given a date it, I, I have a funny feeling it'll be the Halloween weekend but anyway let's wait and see Okay yeah. talk to me about medical cards and for older people please Yeah so I suppose first of all um, the first of all, really, is that if you're over 70, um, you the GP visit card, which now just, just covers free GP uh, visits, as it says in the tin, that's available to everybody over 70 without any income uh, means test or anything. Now, if you're aged under 70, um, eligibility for the GP visit card is means tested. Okay, but again, that was something that was announced in the budget that would be of interest to people even wider than just people on uh, on, on state pensions, that the income limit for the GP visit card is going to be increased to include people on a, a, a household income of 46,000 or less from April next year. Now, I suppose the important thing about that, though, 
just that legislation will be required to bring it into effect. So it's aimed to come in in April and obviously we're hoping it will be. Um, now, in terms of the medical card, there is a more generous means test for the over 70s medical card. So a single person can have a gross weekly income of 550. Now, that's a gross weekly income of 550. And a couple can have a gross weekly income of 1,050 euros. So, and I suppose the important thing is it's the it's the if one of the couple is aged over seventy and the other is under seventy, they're both be treated as being over seventy in the assessment, provided it's the person over seventy who applies. Okay. Yeah. Um. So 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 that is now if you're under if you're under seventy, um, the the means test is is a narrower means test is more generous when you're over 70. Okay, but they are hoping to bring more people into yeah. uh, the, the GP visit. And Certainly, of course, yeah. no no charge. Uh, one of the bonuses of hitting 70, you don't get charged for renewing, renewing your uh, driving license. But talk to me about driving license. Uh, when you hit 70, you renew it for a shorter period. Isn't that correct? Yeah, even though, they, it, even though it has kind of stretched a bit. So now, if you're aged between 65 and 71 now, you can apply for a driving licence that will expire the day before your 75th birthday. So that it's kind of the longer stretch there. And if you're between 72 and 74, you can apply for a three-year licence. And then if you're age 75 or over, you can get a three-year licence or a one-year licence subject to um, a certification of fitness to drive by your doctor. Okay, now a lot of people get very confused the minute we mention Fair Deal, which is now, of course, known as the Nursing Home Support uh, Scheme. Just talk to me around that and and, and what help and advice that you can give people who are are considering Fair Deal. Yeah, I know if you're not familiar with the way uh, the financial assessment for it, it can be confusing and we would often receive queries from families who are struggling to make sense of the calculation. So basically the person receiving care uh, contributes eighty percent of their assessable income towards their care. So, and that's obviously if if someone's part of a couple, that's half. So it's forty percent. So, for example, if someone is in receipt of a weekly state pension of two hundred and fifty-three thirty, which is the maximum contributory state pension, eighty percent of that would be two hundred and two sixty-four, which would go towards their nursing home costs. And then, in addition, you, you also pay seven and a half percent of any assets such as land or property, okay? Now, the one of the things about it is that 7.5% charge on the, the on someone's principal residence, that's your home, basically, that you're living in, that's capped at three years, okay? And if you, there have been some changes in, in recent years, so that if you sell your home while you're in care, the net proceeds of the sale will also qualify for the three-year cap. And the cap also applies to farms or businesses under certain circumstances uh, where a family successor commits to working the farm or business for six years. So that's kind of a positive development in in more recent times because previously there was no cap on Mm. a family farm or family business and that caused an awful lot of stress for for people. So so that's something that's come in and it is... So I suppose what we can do really, if listeners have questions about this, if they contact us, we can maybe explain in more detail how that works. And can a person retain any assets or savings? Well, the first 36,000 of a single person's assets is excluded from the assessment and 72,000 for a couple. So before, so when we say when they're looking at someone's assets and they add them all up, they'll take 36,000 to set off from a single person and 72,000 for a couple. And you also keep the, a personal allowance of 20% of your income 
whatever that is, or 20% of the maximum state of the maximum rate of the state pension non-contributory, whichever is more, you keep whichever is the greater amount. Now, if you have a spouse or a partner who is remaining at home, so if they're a couple and one goes into nursing home care and the other's back, you know, is stays at home, at home yeah. they'll be left with 50% of the of the couple's income or, or the maximum rate of the state pension non-contributory, whichever is more. Yeah, so again, they, they all that's to, taken into consideration. They have and to also Absolutely. And also when, when they put a charge on the property, as I said, it's 7.5% if it's a single person, it's 3.75% if you're part of a couple. OK, but what if a person transfers the asset, I'm thinking in particular a farm, to another person before applying for fair deal? What are the rules around that? Okay, so I suppose we would also, we just caution people that they need to think carefully about this as the financial assessment includes any assets you've transferred in either the, in the five years before the date of your application, okay, or you've transferred on or after the date of the first application. So they'll go back five years. So if you are applying now, it, so I suppose it, it's important that it, to, to be aware that if you transfer either any assets, which we could be a farm, a house, or, or money within the previous five years, you're treated as if you still have it in the means test. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now that also applies for any means test of payment. So, so if you are applying for a non-contributory state pension or something, and if you kind of somebody decided to get a, get rid of assets so that they make, to make them eligible, if that's happened within the previous five years. You, you, you get the, the worst of both worlds really you're, you, you're treated you don't have the asset and you're treated as if you still have it so I suppose someone just needs to think carefully about when when they're making the decision to transfer for assets Okay and uh, somebody says if you're over 70 and living with a family member is it necessary to have the electricity bill and the TV licence in your own name to qualify yeah, for the household benefits package Yeah it, it has to be in the name of the person making the application Okay Alright now listen a lot of information uh, there, what what are you saying to people if they, if they require more information? Well, basically, Patricia, what I'm saying really, it, because again, I know we, I've touched on quite a lot here, and and behind everything, there's a lot more of kind of little fine detail to be worked out. So I would say it's best to telephone your local citizens information centre, and then we'll go through your current circumstances with you and make make you aware of how it's, how the system or how the scheme applies to your personal circumstances. So. Um, I mean, you can ring us um, in, in West Cork, in, in Bantry. The number is uh, 0818078390. Or you can ring the, the Mallow office on 0818078000. Or, or you can log on to citizensinformation.ie. That's our website. And you'll get contact details for all the local centres around the place. Yeah, and sometimes okay. if you just have the time to go through the information online, you'll find the answer there as well. Absolutely, ma- and if you've any, yeah, and and basically, but if anyone any questions or they want to see how to tailor the information to their circumstances, just give us a ring, and we we will kind of look at your options with you, and hopefully give go the through information it. Okay, because yeah. I can see lots of questions coming in, like somebody has is not in a state pension, they're a civil servant, they're worried about what happened to their husband when they when they pass on. Somebody else looking for the means test for the medical card. Somebody else is asking about working family payment. All of that information you can get on to citizen information. Yeah, we have okay. all that information. You're, you're Great, as always. Thank you, Anne, and thank Thanks, you for, uh, sorry for taking up so much of your time, but thank you for that. Thanks thank for joining us. That is uh, Anne O'Donovan, who is with the Citizens Information, Munster Citizens Information Service covering West Cork, and she is based in Bantry. Once again, the phone numbers, if you're in West Cork, 0818 08, sorry, 
0818078390. And if you're in the the North Cork area, the Mallow office is 0818078000. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.